Welcome to McBrayer and Associates, the podcast. I'm Jim McBrayer. If you don't know me already, let me tell you a little bit about myself. So I worked for a Fortune 200 company for 21 years. I was a sales director there before I founded this company, which focuses on sales training, performance coaching, and consulting all around sales. Specifically, most of our business is around industrial and commercial type business. So after leaving that Fortune 200 company, they were my first customer. This podcast gives you some of the insight that my live training and coaching delivers. If you like what you hear, don't hesitate to get in touch with me through email. That's it. Jim at McBrayerAndAssociates.com. And please feel free to share the podcast with anyone you think might benefit from it. In this episode, I'm sharing a module of our live training called Framing the Situation. What I found is that most managers believe that their salespeople are not as far along as they should be. They feel like their salespeople have far more talent than they're given. These managers want to make an impact on their organization and actually help their salespeople. They want to have more influence over their salespeople, and they want their salespeople to have more influence over their buyers. But they end up spending most of their time on things they don't enjoy and they don't believe impact sales. Instead of creating predictable sales growth, they find themselves spending most of their time on administrative duties or disciplining their salespeople. Instead of being in the field making an impact, they find themselves in unproductive, unrelated meetings. Someone has convinced them that their time was best spent trying to manipulate behavior with a comp plan or discipline with a CRM. But most feel like they're stuck. They're afraid that they'll be replaced by another manager before they can turn it around. They want their salespeople to be more effective on their calls. However, the rep is not having the desired influence on the buyer. They're either focused on non-selling activities or don't know what activities they should be doing. The manager's frustration is that even when they have identified the key activities and trained the reps on how to do it, many still just don't do it or they don't do it well. The challenge is how do you get the reps to consistently perform these activities and to become really talented at them? What managers really want is a sales force that consistently takes market share, but instead they think, or they've been told that the problem is they don't have the right people or the right processes. So they end up trying to micromanage their people with systems or motivate them with comp plans. But the reality is they will never improve until they stop chasing these strategies and focus on what's actually preventing the sellers from mastering these activities. In order to create a breakthrough and take their sales force to the next level, they only need to do two things. Rewire the seller's mindset and train them on the fundamentals of selling. Now let's define the false problem. Leaders start with results. They want predictable sales growth so they look to the results that they're getting. If the results are not good, they move to the next layer, the actions that the salespeople should be taking but are not. If the results are good, they question if they're sustainable. Either way, leaders move from results to actions. If they have not identified the actions, then they begin trying to identify them. If they have identified the actions, then they begin wondering why the salespeople are just not doing them or they're not doing them very well. This false problem leads to false solutions, which feels like threats and micromanaging to the reps. The real problem is managers are focused on the wrong things. Just like with health, 
Sales organizations have two types of problems, acute and chronic. Acute means painful and present. It hurts right now. Chronic means the underlying cause. Leaders treat acute problems because they have to. They can't be ignored. These are the results and the activities. They're acute, meaning that if they're poor, we're focused on fixing them. However, we're only treating the symptoms. But worse, if there are no symptoms, we don't do anything. Chronic problems are not always acute, meaning they will reoccur. The real problem is understanding the chronic issue. This leads to the five drivers. Now, I didn't come up with this. My friend David Baird did. But it's the simplest way I've ever seen to explain the real problem. Working from the results and moving counterclockwise to the actions, we refer to these two drivers as the acute problem. But in order to understand the chronic problem, the real problem, we have to understand the first three drivers. For example, the first driver is the salesperson's beliefs, like I'm in a commodity industry, or customers only care about price, or I'm not good at prospecting. These beliefs lead to the second driver, a pattern of thinking, like why bother? Perhaps I should change industries. I'm stuck. It's up to the management to decide if they want to lower the price. The way they think is giving meaning to the beliefs, which leads us to the third driver, emotions. People act on emotions, or they don't act, but it's all about the emotion. The meaning, the thinking we give to the belief triggers our emotions. It makes us feel a certain way. So let's connect the dots. The belief, prospecting doesn't work for me. The thinking, it won't make a difference. The emotions, depressed and hopeless. These are the chronic problems. So naturally, salespeople don't take the necessary action and they don't get the desired results, which just reinforce the belief they already held. So the real problem is the limiting belief. Until we address these beliefs, the acute problems will continue to reoccur. Here are the major takeaways from this lesson. First, most managers don't think they have enough influence over their team. Second, there's two types of problems, acute and chronic. Acute means painful and present. Chronic means underlying and causal. Third, nearly all managers are focused on the acute, the symptoms. To influence change, you have to get to the chronic. In closing, thanks for listening. If you have questions about what you heard or what you want to learn more of, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at jim at mcbrayerandassociates.com. Let me spell that out for you because I know it's a mouthful. McBrayer is M-C-B-R-A-Y-E-R and A-N-D, not the ampersand, A-N-D, associates, plural, dot com. That's jim at mcbrayerandassociates.com. I look forward to hearing from you.